the new year. It is the new year. And we are going to have a men's forum tonight, guys, by the way. What's up, guys? I feel like I'm too tall. There we go. And, um, guys, this is the Hake Report. It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time, Thursday, January 6th, 2022, 2 A.D., Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. I have a fun show, I think, for you. It is January 6th. Once again, that means it's Epiphany. That is Little Christmas, Old Christmas, when the Magi came, also celebrating Jesus getting uh, baptized. I'll tell you all about it. I mentioned it in Hake News. It's also January 6th, Melodrama Day. Let us never forget the worst attack, worse than 9-11, worse than the Holocaust, worse than anything ever. It's a fact. Or else you should be censored for downplaying the worst attack on democracy. (laughs) And also, I want to tell you, I may tell you a Bible story about the first Me Too incident. The first hashtag Me Too incident. (laughs) I guess she was the first, so it wasn't her too, her only. I don't know. And the vaccine melodrama. Salud! Bless you! Gesundheit! Um, Emmanuel Macron is a simp. (laughs) He married a woman 24 years older than him. He met her when he was 15 and she was 39. (laughs) Yikes. Hear about that type of stuff quite frequently if you're paying attention here in America. Only he actually married her and then he became the, what, the prime minister of France? And he wants to make life miserable. And P.O., the, uh unvaccinated over there in France. It is ridiculous. Shameful. <laughs> uh, Chris says over there, not this Chris, but Chris says, I'm subbing the, I'm unsubbing if the soul patch isn't gone by the next break. By next, wow, next break. You mean next Christmas break? Nice. I will do all that and your calls, guys. But anyway, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. I am fine. I remembered toward the very end that I'm supposed to do the deep-voiced, gruff, hey guys, <laughs> rather than the high-pitched, hey guys, like Mickey Mouse. Um, I want to get right into this little um, celebration thing that we are having today. It is January 6th, 2022. It is one year since January 6th, 2021, which was, <laughs> which was the day that there was an insurrection upon the country. And if you listen to Trump, 
he tells you what he thinks the insurrection was, and if you listen to the mainstream media, they tell you what they think was the real insurrection, but it is also epiphany. Epiphany. When um, the three wise men, the three kings of the Orient, I think somebody says it's the Orion's belt, the three stars at Orion's belt, clearly seen in the sky, which I saw on New Year's Day after midnight. Um, when the three kings from the Orient saw, followed the star and the star hung over Jesus and they went to see Jesus and give him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That was not on Christmas Day. That was maybe even like two years later, I heard. And, you know, that, that's that same Jesus who was... Uh, they honor it on today, too. He was um, baptized by John the Baptist in the Jordan River, River Jordan. And um, God put down the Holy Spirit like a dove on Jesus, and he said, This is my son, whom I love. In him I am well pleased. Listen to him. I think he said, listen to him. At one point he said, listen to him. That happened like twice, at least according to the different Gospels, right? Whatever you read in the New Testament across the first four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Um, and so, Jesus was to be listened to. But a lot of people don't want to listen to Jesus. And so a lot of people get crazy. And some of them act out. And some of them clamp down on, on the decent people. The most decent people are the ones being clamped down upon. Crazy, huh? Here in America today. And I thought we were a Christian nation, to somebody's point who called in my show. I forget who it was. So, for that reason, we must pray for the political prisoners. I don't think that we need to be praying for the dead. I know that, I think some of the Catholics and others pray for the dead. Pray for the political prisoners. Rest in peace to Ashley Babbitt. Rest in peace to the Trump supporter, Capitol Police officer, Officer Brian Sicknick, who died, I think, the next day, January 7th. Ashley Babbitt was killed by a itchy trigger finger seeming cop, so-called cop, black, affirmative action cop, who's had seniority, had been leeching off the government, as a Capitol Police officer leaving his gun unattended in a bathroom. Ridiculous. But pray for the political prisoners. There are more th political prisoners than just the January 6th protesters. And I call them political prisoners because it's pretty politically motivated. When you hear the statements made by some of these judges, the melodramatic statements, who he carried the Trump flag, meaning he's loyal to Trump and not the country. Excuse me, Trump is loyal to the country, and people who are loyal to Trump are loyal to the country. So anyway, a Trump flag is an American flag. It's kind of like this beautiful flag right here. The Confederate rebel flag, right? The rebel flag is an American flag. Abraham Lincoln, whom a lot of people purport to love and respect, fought to keep the Confederate flag American. Well, he himself didn't fight. But 600,000 American men died so that could happen. 
What a mess. <laughs> oh, man. I just ch- took a sneak peek at some of the Super Chats. So, you know, um, there are a lot of people whose rights are being cl- trampled and clamped down upon. The uh, mainstream social media establishment is clamping down upon the people. And they want it more so. I was reading you to you in Hake News about, during the Jesse Lee Peterson show, about how... There's one expert who said that downplaying the, our real memories of what actually happened on January 6th with the people, that's when the people protested the, uh, what they felt were shenanigans with the election, right, Trump? They say that if you downplay that and say, oh, it was just a mostly peaceful capital protest. <laughs> well, I don't know, they didn't say that. But if you downplay it, you are going to let it happen again. You're denying reality. You're gaslighting when they're the ones gaslighting. They're the ones lying. So what a mess. Um, but they're clamping down and so it's evil. There are other prisoners, political prisoners, in my opinion, because there are politically motivated prosecutions of white American cops. It's ridiculous. And non-cops, too. The first one in my memory, which is probably not the first one, was George Zimmerman, a so-called white Hispanic. He was not going to be charged for the self-defense killing of Trayvon Martin because it was quite clear, the evidence was quite clear it was self-defense. But under political pressure, they decided to charge him with murder, I think. That was way back in 2012. Uh, they, uh, the lynch mob never stopped against the officer who did like a seatbelt maneuver against Eric Garner, the fat guy from New York who, uh, said this ends now. And he resisted arrest. He was taken down. He was so out of shape and, uh, what a mess. He died. He's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Even after the guy got off of him, took him down, right? What, you're not supposed to? You're supposed to just let him resist arrest? (laughs) But that guy, he had his job for a while, and then they got him away. I mean, they fired him, basically. The socialist mayor, Bill de Blasio. Case after case after case. I believe that the, the officer who, even the officer who shot Walter Scott in the back, which some people thought, oh, that's terrible. You don't shoot a fleeing suspect in the back. That's cowardice. He had run. He had resisted arrest. He fought the cop, and he fought him off, and then he ran again. I don't know. I think that that was an overblown situation. And even this guy with the knee on the neck, uh, Derek Chauvin. Pray for Derek Chauvin. Pray for Kim Potter. Even Kim Potter, the woman who's like, taser, 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 and then shot her pistol. Even shooting her pistol would have been justified, I think. In the good old days, you could shoot a fleeing criminal suspect. By the way, Michael Slager shot Walter Scott. So it's, it's a big mess. It's crazy. Derek Chauvin had his knee on the neck of uh, Georgia, Florida, or maybe it was the shoulder blade. And that was, according to police protocol, in Minneapolis Police Department. Yeah, yeah, joggers, 
gonna jog, says Misty8976. Pray for those two, those three men, white men who were looking out for their community, who tried to apprehend, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Because they were, he was a uh, nuisance, and they were trying to do a citizen's arrest. Crazy. What a shame. Should cops be allowed to make mistakes like this? What mistakes? <laughs> what mistakes? The worse the blacks get, the worse the black criminals get, the more out of control they get, the more perfect the cops are expected to be. It's ridiculous. And then we're, we're, it's not like we're improving the cops. We're bringing in women and, and black cops and pretending like we're doing better training. But they're not doing better training. They're probably letting in LGBT IQ. Oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. That's true. Thank you, John Rios. So it's a, it's a terrible shame. But um, here's some J6 melodrama before I get to... Um, before I get to calls, I want to play. This is from Breaking 911. The great Bla- Breaking 911 on Twitter tweeted this disgusting voiced male's contrived moment of silence for the DC cops, most of whom committed suicide after the January 6th thing, and who knows why they committed suicide. The only one innocent cop, innocent as in he didn't commit suicide. Oh, you're saying taser and then using the pistol. That's right, Justin. Um, I think that that would be... It would have been justified to use a pistol. Because a, a, uh, he was resisting arrest and he, ha- he was in a vehicle that's a... And you don't know whether he's armed or not. And he... Especially if he got into his vehicle. And the vehicle itself is a dangerous weapon. It's a deadly weapon, potentially. Women cops are the worst, is Lord A.O. Tend to overcompensate. Yeah. But anyway, here is a female-minded Merrick Garland. And rest in peace, Officer Sicknick. But these people who committed suicide, this is being used for politics. And this guy is supposed to be the top law enforcement officer in the country. Attorney General Merrick Garland. Sleepy Biden's sleazy, non-Christian government leech. Listen to this. It is impossible to overstate the heroism of the Capitol Police officers, Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Police Department officers, and other law enforcement officers who defended and secured the Capitol that day. They demonstrated to all of us and to our country what true courage looks like. Their resolve, their sacrifice, and their bravery protected thousands of people working inside the Capitol that day. Five officers who responded selflessly to the attack on January 6th have since lost their lives. Killed themselves. I ask everyone to please join me in a moment of silence in recognition of the service and sacrifice of Officer Brian Sicknick, Officer Howard Liebengood, Officer Jeffrey Smith, Officer Gunther Hashida, and Officer Kyle DeFreitag. He's praying to Satan right now. 
I know I speak for all of us in saying that tomorrow and in our work in the days ahead, we will not only remember them, we will do everything we can to honor them. Janelle Swanson says, sure, they killed themselves, quote unquote. Oh, yeah, fair point. We don't actually know if they actually committed suicide. Whole lot of people are, well, we hear that people get suicided by government officials. <laughs> In other words, murdered. And then they make it look like a suicide or something, or they call it a suicide. Some say that uh, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. I don't know. We don't actually know. Fair point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, it is not just the Democrats, scumbag. This guy was going to be on the Supreme Court if sleazy Obama had his way. But thank God for the rhinos who did not let that happen. And so Trump was able to put, fill the rest of the Supreme Court back in 2017 with a kind of a lame guy, right? That was that skinnier guy with the gray hair, um, blanking on his name, but Trump put in a few Supreme Court so-called justices. Nobody close to as decent as the true justice Clarence Thomas, Trump's favorite. Put in by Bush the daddy, by the way. Uh, But it is also the rhinos themselves, including so-called conservative Republicans, who are undermining we the people. Yes, never commit suicide. Listen to Ted Cruz, Lion Ted. Trump was right. I was like, Lion Ted, I have no problem with Trump saying it back at the, t- at the time. I have no problem with Trump saying it. He does come off kind of phony, but Lion, is he lying? Well, here he is lying. Did Ted Cruz really say this? I saw this on Jaden P. McNeil's uh, telegram. He should Baked Alaska's telegram. Baked Alaska is another guy who's got the government clamped down on him. He got a little too wild, to be honest. I mean, he he's, shows poor judgment, right? Poor judgment going into the Capitol building thinking, oh, yeah, Trump would love this. <laughs> and Baked Alaska said, forget Ted Cruz. But t.me slash Jaden P. McNeil, J-A-D-E-N-P, Mc, M-C, N-E-I-L. Jaden P. McNeil. Uh... Did Ted Cruz really say this? This is just a short clip from part of his statement. You know, these politicians, they're so long-winded. But here's a snippet of, I suppose I'm not surprised. Is he joking? Is he mocking? I know that he's probably going to say, but, and say something that we like. But this is what he says. Listen to Ted Cruz, hopefully. Solemn anniversary this week. Solemn anniversary. Uh, And it is an anniversary of a violent terrorist attack on the Capitol. We saw the men and women of law enforcement demonstrate incredible courage, incredible bravery, uh, risk their lives uh, to defend the men and women who serve in this capital. We are grateful for that courage. We appreciate uh, the selfless sacrifice uh, of the men and women who, who keep us safe. I will say that I don't know that any cop risked their lives I did hear that one cop suffered a heart attack because there was a Hispanic guy who was supposedly pro-Trump who was recorded on camera. The feds were interviewing him. He was talking to the FBI. Um, Don't talk to the police, people. Especially nowadays. The police are less your friend, especially the feds. Less your friend than ever. Okay? 
And I love the cops. But, um... It was not a violent terrorist attack. What a liar. Sleazy Ted. Lion Ted. Trump was right. Has Trump been proven right about everything? Terrible mess, huh? They did not risk their lives. The mob was not a deadly mob. It, it was in places a mob. It was a little bit violent. They were punching cops, po- cops punching them. Some of them punched out windows. We don't know who exactly those people are, or do we? I don't know. Maybe a, a few of them we may, may know who they are. Not we as in the, you can find out who they were. Or what they were up to. But these are not Ali, Alexander. This is not Alex Jones. This is not Trump. Trump did not orchestrate this. But the phony people, including black cops from this fake insurrection, are suing Trump, saying, oh, he did this. He's, he's the one who orchestrated this, incited it. And fake Twitter banned him this day for incitement, which it wasn't incitement. It's a lie. And you may recall that the Congress even so-called impeached him for a second time. The sec- two fake impeachments. <laughs> yeah, suicide bombers are terrorist attack. Not these riots or this one riot, little riot thing. <laughs> it was a mostly peaceful capital protest. Boomers. Like, 73 years old, 49-year-old grandmothers went into the building, and they were some of the first charged and convicted and sentenced. Ridiculous. So, no, cops did not lose their lives. One, I heard, had a heart attack, and he turned out to be a liberal, going on CNN, smearing his fellow American people. And then there were some not-very-American-sounding cops who were running their mouths, too. One guy crying. <laughs> or multiple people, maybe. So-called cops crying in Congress. All drama. So phony. Anyway, I may read a little bit more to you guys about this mess, but let me read a few super chats for you. For you, That sob. I'm reading it that way, that sob. Uh, you can... Some people call it something else. But he gave a super chat with a uh, Odyssey coin thing. Thank you, appreciate that. Odyssey coin drawing. Asmodor, talking about J6. If it actually happened, that makes it worse than the Holocaust. (laughs) What a mess. Uh, But thank you, Asmodor. Your girlfriend, I mean, your girlfriend, gave a super chat. Please check your email for the two I sent you when you get the chance. They're short and only info you need to know personally or personality. Personally. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. I shall check my emails. By the way, I have to get back with, um, I have multiple people whom I need to get back to on the emails. Appreciate that. Thank you for the heads up. Did you see Cuomo had his charges dropped by the DA in Albany County, New York? Asks Taking Care of Business Bear. Yes, indeed, I did. I did say that. I mean, I did see that. I mentioned it actually toward the end of my show yesterday. Cuomo. They can't charge him because there's no proof. <laughs> we, there's not enough proof to, be, to prove in court beyond a reasonable doubt. Meaning there's no proof. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Fake Me Too movement. Shameful. Those cops killed themselves, says Commander Kim. Just like all of Hillary's former friends and bodyguards. <laughs> yeah. Um, taking care of business says... Hey, stop saying knee on the neck. His knee was on his shoulder blade, and that was proven in court. Wow. 
but that makes it harder to breathe, right? <laughs> uh. um, taking care of business says, I'm no baked Alaska fan. It does look like he cooperated against his friends over the J6 stuff. You know, um, a lot of people do not like rats. Those people are considered rats or f- they become feds, right? They start to share information about their other friends or so- former compatriots, whatever, in order to get a lesser sentence. It's under pressure. It's under duress. It is under intimidation. It's more honorable, I think. Yeah, in my, in my opinion, my uninformed opinion, I have no firsthand Knowledge of this type of this thing never happened to me. I can't imagine how I would react if the government were coming down on me. How would I react? I don't know. But I would hope that I would respond honorably and uh, hold up under pressure. And I don't know if Baked Alaska did or did not. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people, that's what they do. They come down hard on you and they want to divide and conquer. They want you mad at, uh, at Baked Alaska. Not that Baked Alaska is, I don't know, whatever. But they want us infighting. They want that. And some people are going to show themselves to be disloyal. Right? Under this, under this pressure. I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But who's the shepherd? I don't know. But they want the division. Losers get divided. Because there's blame, finger-pointing, infighting, clamping down upon, unjust attacks. Um, Asmador gave a super chat, and he states, There is not one shred of evidence that Baked Alaska cooperated with the authorities. This is slander started by homosexual, openly homosexual, radical homosexual, Gateway Pundit editor Jim Hoft. Baked Alaska is facing felony charges, and Asmador states, I'm not even a Baked Alaska fan, but this is wrong. Okay, thank you for uh, clarifying. I appreciate that. Yeah, stick with what you know. Don't go into speculation. Because rumors are evil. Gossip is evil. Even entertaining it, really. Even entertaining it. You, uh, you watch people and, and watch what you can see and what you know. And, uh, yeah, you don't put your trust in people anyway. Right? It's part of being a man. Nice. Your girlfriend states Whoopi Goldberg and Merrick Garland arguing with each other for over an hour. What? <laughs> you, oh, yeah, they sound like each other with that raspy Gollum voice. Gollum being that weird guy um, from the Lord of the Rings. You can win $1,000 if you can listen to it on full volume with no breaks. <laughs> terrible. Terrible, terrible. Uh, I appreciate the super chats and the... Uh, Regular chats, guys. <laughs> Let me get to Rick from Maine. He's on the line. Rick, thank you for holding. What's up? Good morning, my friend. How are you? Fine, sir. Thank you. I've got a question. I know you know the answer to this. But I want to ask everybody else in this country that's listening, who owns government property? Government buildings, vehicles, equipment, land. Who owns it all? It's supposed to be us, right? We the people? We 
we the people own every single thing that the government says it owns. It owns nothing because we the taxpayers are paying for that property. Yeah. That makes us the owners. Situation January 6th. We were on government property, yes? Yes. We are taxpayers that own that government property, yes? Yes. Then we own that property. All of this malarkey about these people <laughs> being arrested, mistreated, and this whole situation blown completely out of proportion, that makes us the owners of that property. We're not trespassers on our own property. Right. So this situation, even where this police officer, quote, unquote, shot that woman in cold blood, that was murder. She didn't have an arm. She was not a threat. She was on our property. Yeah. I would at so, least I would at now, least charge the guy with manslaughter. That's exactly my point. Yeah. These other officers that passed away, my heart goes out to them, my condolences. Their death was caused by the stress of this situation that was blown all out of proportion on our property. See where I'm coming from, James? Yeah, I do. I understand I understand that I understand they're wanting to restrict access to it because it you you know you don't want any old idiot to come in who actually has ill intentions but there's no evidence that oh, any of yeah, the people going in there any, there's zero evidence that any of the people going people. in there were armed with anything or going to do anything mm-hmm. evil they were just going to disrupt and protest just like the disruptive protester feminist people, except these people had a legitimate complaint, whereas the feminists have zero legitimacy. So, yeah. And these these legislators, all in Congress, every single one of them, they got to come to the realization of something that they completely seem to disregard these days. The taxpayers, I'll say it again, the taxpayers, legal American citizens that pay taxes in this country, pay every single one of their salaries. Yeah. So who's the boss in this situation? Well, well to be honest, like we don't have real money, so they're being paid by just. Well, I, I mean, mess, now fiat. nowadays <laughs> we don't because the the gold standard was dropped. They could keep these. Uh, quantitative easings flowing. I forget what that means, right now, but yeah. Okay, a quantitative easing is when a government entity prints money that they think that they can spend their way out of debt. That was oh, okay. obvious during the Obama administration. I know that. I know that printing money is is a mess. Ridiculous. You can't you can't spend your way out of debt. Num- number one, number two, you can't value a piece of paper that isn't backed by something. As far as I'm concerned, the dollar bill is com- is completely backed by the blood of the people that fought and died for this country. That's yeah. what it's backed for. 
But yeah. them keeping on printing these quantitative easings are devaluing the, the uh, money that's in the system now. That's why everybody's... I hear it all the time, James. Oh, this is so expensive. That's so expensive. This is, this is short. That's short. Inflation. Who's to blame? Who's to blame? When you say a gallon of gas is $4.05, we'll just say, you're still getting a gallon of gas. We'll say a gallon of milk, three seventy nine. You're still getting a gallon of milk. But the money that you spend for those items and everything else that you buy is devalued by quantity of eating. All right, man. I appreciate that. It's a fair point. All right, James. Good to hear Take from you, care, Rick. my friend. You as well. All right, buddy. All right. Right. Bye. Um... Some some chats, guys, and some uh, follow-up. M.R. Jennings, shout-out to M.R. Jennings, states Abbott, Eslin, I think she means Ashley Babbitt, was murdered by affirmative action. I think that's a good point, because the black foreigner-sounding, well, his name is Mike Bird, cop, so-called Capitol Police officer, who is supposedly a, a security guard at the Capitol building, who left his gun unattended in 2019, just two years prior, in a bathroom, a Glock, no less. A Glock. You grab it and it can go off. You, you touch the trigger if it's, you know, racked or whatever you want to call that stuff. I don't know my gun, gun terminology. 21 caliber clip in, 30, in half a second. <laughs> or something like that. I'm mocking Kevin DeLeon, a Democrat from California. Not a Christian. At least not a real one. And not a really even American. But yeah, affirmative action. That guy should have been fired that day. But no, he's all, no, I won't be fired. I have seniority. And plus, I'm black. He didn't say that part, but he was not fired. And uh, he fired his Glock at Ashley Babbitt. I don't know if she got any warning. She shouldn't have been jumping through that window. In that lame sense, you can say, oh, she brought it on herself. If that were the M.O. of cops during the riots all throughout, all throughout this, the summer of 2020 and 2014 and 2015 and other riots and 2017 with the Antifa riots, if that had been the M.O., cops shoot rioters, then I would have been fine with it. Uh, Malkuth X states, Hake, the problem is angry white people are behaving just like the inwards, <laughs> And thus being treated like them or worse. Yeah, worse. In many ways. Um, yeah, and they're, and they're not even quite acting like that, but they are acting a little bit like that. And that was the setup. The young, angry people say, Oh, when you riot, you get your way. That's, what they, that's the false lesson that they learned from Black Lives Matter, right? Because Black Lives Matter and Antifa rioted, and they got their way. Right? They got charges against cops who were innocent, charges against cops that, who were overcharged, and so some of the dummies who may or may not be Trump supporters allegedly thought, you, heard, you saw it on Twitter, I did anyway, that, oh, rioting works. It works for the left. Let's make it work for the right. But nope, that was the setup. They wanted you angry about the un injustice, the unfairness, the unequal treatment under the law. And they're doing it in your face, trying to get you madder, really. 
trying to get you to turn on the people. It's so insane. Over in Australia, they are turning on the free man. Australia, Melbourne, Australia, locked down for 260 days, I read in Hague News. And they're having the Australia Open, the uh, pro tennis, or I think it's pro, right? Tennis tournament, right? Australian Open. And the number one tennis player, Novak Djokovic, something like that. He is unvaccinated. He's not for the forced vaccinations. He, he's a young man, fit, healthy. He doesn't feel he needs it. And he, he probably is... Shares, keeps a, a nice, um, allows people their personal space so he doesn't spread germs on them, right? But no, uh, he was granted a medical exemption to get the vaccine. And the, rather than the Melbourne people admiring him for standing up for his freedom, they're mad at him. And they're mad at the, the Australian Open for having a double standard, special treatment for the best tennis player in the world. Ridiculous. Enjoy freedom rather than being jealous, being jealous of the, uh, the elite people who don't wear their masks in public places. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, they're taunting them, daring them to act. Anyway, um, let me get to Rich in Victorville, California. He's an interesting person. I had to hang up on him yesterday. Rich. You're calling again? What's up? What's up, Hake? Hey. I just wanted to call and ask why do you not want to accept that Mexicans are the majority in the country, but why do you still support Trump? What is that? You asked me two questions. Okay, so I support Trump because Trump still supports America. He pushes the vax, though. That's, come on now. But he's not for forced vaccination. That's what he's just going to say to look like, you know, but he's a half-trooper of reality TV star, and you're supporting this guy? Well, he's a, he was much more than just a reality TV star. Who, who are you? <laughs> Should uh, I support you? You hate, you hate me. You call in hating me, hating white people, hating America. You don't care about me. Why are you trying to convince me not to support a man who, lo- who clearly loves America? First of all, I don't hate you. Never said that. Never said I hate you. You don't have to Trump say it for everybody you. to know it. <laughs> Trump hates you, too. He wants you to take the vax. No, he does not hate me, and he doesn't... I don't think he cares if I take the vax or not. He doesn't even know me. So why do I, so why do I hate white people? Because you are a blind, brainwashed person. How am I blind and brainwashed? Because you think, you think Mexicans are the majority of the country. <laughs> They're the not the majority, man. They're like 17, 18 percent of the country. That's because that's they not write even a plurality. That's they write white on their birth certificates. No, man, you don't know what you're talking about. Out of all the athletes, LeBron James, blah blah blah, a Mexican is the number one marketable athlete. Why? Because the Mexicans are the majority. The more <laughs> demographic, the, the bigger the market. That's what I meant. But I guess your IQ is not as high as you pretend to be. Right? Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Hey, but, hey, I don't hate white people. I really don't. Oh, you clearly do, man. You, you're full of hatred. You hate everybody. You have, no, you have no proof of that. No, you've been nasty towards me on the show. Is that love or is that hate? I've, have, how was I nasty? You've called in many times under different names and cussed and, and said filthy things. And then you're smearing hey. whites, you're smearing Trump. That's hate. 
I don't like Trump. I could care. I don't. Who's Trump? I do don't care about you either. He loves America, and you're smearing him. Hey, so are you guys. Gonna if you don't like Bible Trump, then you don't like anybody. What about the Bible go-to guy? What about him? <laughs> what a mess. I love him too. He's just on a trip right now. Anyway, let me get to William in California. William, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Nice. Well, what, what, uh, oh, that was crazy, what I just listened to. Yeah. Who told you, who told you that Mexicans make up the majority of this country? <laughs> I, I, I mean, wh- where do these people come from? And like they're trying to distract right now, bringing up this January 6th crap. Yeah. First of all, if you knew anything about the Constitution, they have a right to regress. They have a right to regress under constitutional law. Re- to regress? Yes, they do. Yes, to, they do. They didn't do it the right to way. To seek redress? They didn't do it the right way. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at people calling into your show, taking up your time, and if they hate you so much, why do you keep calling in with biblical BS daily? Now, you want to go daily, this is the hate report, which means not the fake news, but the hate news. So let's think about something here. You want to be so black. Here's a black man talking to you. For all of you black callers, you want to know what black is? Look at two documentaries. One of them is, one of them is Dreamland, Little Rock West 9th Street. It's a documentary about uh, all these black businesses that these guys had back in the South. There's a lot of good people back then. Yeah. But as you know, the liberals and Democrats kicked in and they went downhill. And the, another one is the uh, 761st Battalion. They, you, know, they, you know that those black soldiers who faced segregation in America stood up and fought for America and died in the snow. Yeah. You ever heard of the battle the Battle of the Bulge? Well, those are the original Black Panthers. And if you really want to know what it is to be black, you need to look at that. If you don't look at that, you're phony. Because we're not African Americans. We are Americans. And yeah. If you want to put a color on it, we're black American. We're black. We're black. But you got to look at how people try to infiltrate and waste time when people are trying to address serious problems that we have in our communities and our countries yeah. right now. And, and I noticed that. It's like, you know, why are you coming on this show all the time trying to waste this man's time? We like Hake. Because if, if I didn't like you, Hake, and I wanted to disrespect you, I think I'm just going to tune out of your show. Yeah. And it's a big waste of time. So if you want to know where the Black Panthers really are, that battalion actually saved the war and they were laying in that snow dead those are the real black people they're more man than anybody that's coming on this show can you think about because they gave their lives for you to have the freedom you have today interesting man i appreciate it they do have the freedom and the freedom came from their blood not you so you, you, you're blowing smoke because I can look at those documentaries and say to myself, oh, my God, we don't know anything about slavery, oppression, segregation. Nobody 
Nobody. And this is a 61-year-old man talking. And a lot Nobody of blacks want segregation yeah, back. Well, they're, they're, they actually are doing what they accuse white people of doing for 300 years. They didn't, they don't, they didn't even like the uh, desegregation stuff. No, and I'm man, not sure I, mean, I did either, honestly. Some of this, this stuff mean, went overboard. I mean, I remember, I remember this thing when it went down. Uh, they integrated the schools and all that. I mean, some good there and some bad because, I mean, hey... When you look at the blacks in the 1940s and the 1950s, it's a total different animal. Yeah. A total different animal. So you guys don't get to sit there and talk about oppression that you didn't experience. Yeah. It's called fake valor. You need to look at the, <laughs> um, you young black callers need to look at coming out fighting the 761st Battalion. There's a white man that was just on your show talking a few minutes ago. Rick was on fire. Nice. I bet, you, I bet Rick knows about the 761st Battalion. I guarantee it. How does a white man know more about your background than you do? Knowledge, knowledgeable. See, see, they, they, they don't like people. They don't like Trump. Why would you, okay, first of all, you hit it, you hit the nail on it, you hit it, you hit it hard. Why would I not like Trump? Trump loves America. Right. Why would I not like a person, Clarence Thomas, Donald Trump? Why would I not like somebody that is for America? And for the other stupid question, don't the uh, 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 Republicans own the oil companies? You're stupid. <laughs> I know. Just get, what do you mean? Like Rick said, who owns the, all of the government property? I know. We, the people. Rick, well, thank you, man. Thank you. And you was on fire, Rick. Hi, Ghost Rider, Lord Grimm, all of the sensible people in the chat room. Love you guys. We're all Americans. And no, we are not majority brown or Mexican in this country. <laughs> we got yeah. another 380 million to go. Yeah. All right, William. Take care, man. Take care. All right. Um, let me tell you a little bit more about the drama, the lies that they're pushing about this, um, January 6th thing. One year since the January 6th attack, says the skim, for months, then President Trump had worked to undermine the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. See how they're just turning it, flipping it on us? <laughs> In fact, I went over to the Morning Brew. One year ago today, hundreds of supporters of former President Trump attacked the U.S. Capitol building in an attempt to overturn the results of the, what they actually called, free and fair 2020 presidential election. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard them say it was a free and fair presidential election. That's something that even Mike Cernovich doesn't say. <laughs> he said... Of course there's going to be shenanigans, but you have to catch them. We didn't catch them. 2.15 p.m., a mob of pro-Trump protesters breached the Capitol, scaled walls, shattered windows, broke into federal officers, and stole furniture. <laughs> yeah, so violent. They stole furniture. <laughs> I don't even think they ended up taking the podium. So I don't know how much furniture they actually stole. I know they stole Pelosi's laptop. Somebody did. Who's they? I, don't, I am not even sure. 
Some were evacuated. Uh, lawmakers were evacuated. Some barricaded themselves in their offices and hid, ad- hid, hid under desks. Five people died. Five people. All Trump supporters. All of them Trump supporters. And it was from violent actions by the cops. There was one Trump supporter guy who died in the crowd, I heard, according to people who've been reporting on it and following it to this day, because they did like a smoke bomb thing, and this guy was an old guy, and they falsely called it like a stroke or a, a heart attack or something. Maybe it, was, maybe it was, but it was prompted by the smoke bomb thing. It's kind of like saying, ooh, the chokehold didn't kill him, he had a heart attack. You know, over uh, with uh, that guy, Eric Garner, who's all fat. I mean, the other thing, the main factor was he was f- morbidly obese. Morbidly meaning deadly obese. First major attack on the Capitol. Not a major attack, not an attack at all, really. Uh, some people were attacking. A few. By and large, there was a peaceful crowd staying in single file in the aisles, in the, between the ropes and the stanchions. The reaction was swift. Democrats drafted articles of impeachment against Trump. This time for incitement of insurrection. Ten rhino Republicans voted with the House Democrats. Shameful. And you know what else happened? This is ridiculous. Um, There were a bunch of corporations. Listen to this. Uh, 147 Republican members of Congress, 139 members of the House and eight senators voted to overturn the election results of Pennsylvania or Arizona or both, right? Because Pennsylvania and Arizona, there were suspected shenanigans for some people. So they voted to, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. But major corporations not wanting to be associated, this is from Morning Brew, with the dismantling of democracy, major commie capitalist corporations in the U.S. condemned the so-called violence, that's not violence, and affirmed the peaceful transition of power that stood as the hallmark of American governance. That's melodrama. Many went further, pledging to stop donations to the election objectors, these politicians who voted to be like, hey, hold on, wait a minute. Or pause political giving altogether. So corporations have mostly kept their commitments. So they've defunded, blacklisted Republicans or honest politicians who are like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, An analysis by Popular Information, a far left outlet apparently, found that corporate political action contributions, PAC contributions to those lawmakers fell by nearly two thirds compared with the 2019 election cycle. Another investigation by the Washington Compost revealed the share of Fortune 500 PACs that donated to the GOP objectors had dropped from 60% to 20% in the first six months of 2021 compared to the same period 2017. Isn't that crazy? This reminds me of un-American communists being blacklisted in Hollywood and elsewhere back during the Red Scare, which it was, it was a legitimate scare, I think. I mean, and now the un-American communists are the ones who are in quote-unquote worldly power, and they're feigning patriotism and blacklisting the real Americans. Ridiculous, huh? 717 corporations and industry groups did funnel, funnel more than 18 million, that's not very much, to 
18 million dollars to 143 members of Congress who voted to decertify those elections, which there were some legitimate questions about those elections, I might say. According to the ethics, ethics, well, that's a laugh, watchdog citizens for responsibility and ethics in Washington. Top corporate donors to the objectors in their party committees were Boeing, Coke Industries, and American Crystal Sugar. So those are just rhinos. Coke is just Boeing? Those are rhinos. I will have you know, and Crystal Sugar, I don't know anything about them. All eyes on 2022. Political campaigns rev up for the midterm elections. Corporations will be under even more scrutiny to back up their I heart democracy statements with donation choices. So they're going after the corporations. The commies are enemies of America. Seven major U.S. companies, including Airbnb, communist, Lyft, communist, BASF, I don't know what that is, and Microsoft said they won't contribute to the GOP elector objectors this election cycle per popular information. Isn't that crazy? I did not know that. More than 700 people have been arrested, by the way, American citizens, and most of them did nothing wrong, I think. Maybe some of them did something wrong. Some people did something. <laughs> 30 sentenced to prison time. Part of the FBI's largest investigation in history. FBI, enemies of America. Bunch of liberals. Crazy. Somebody there's some, there's some, uh, what is that called? A poll out that says one third of Americans believe that violence against the government is sometimes justified. Duh, you ever seen Black Lives Matter? Sick stuff, huh? Crazy. I'm going to tell you about the first, at least my, from my memory, the first Me Too uh, allegation documented in the Bible. It is a fact. But first, let me get to some super chats. Someone gave a, don- a, su- a Streamlabs donation. Streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. Someone says, after 27 hours stuck in a snowstorm on I-95, that's around Virginia, it's in Virginia, I believe, Democrat Senator Tim Kaine's vehicle was even more full of himself. <laughs> yeah. Tim Kaine, he was, uh, he wanted to be Hillary Clinton's right-hand person. What a joke. Harus because says, stop thirsting over AOC, guys. Clean it up. <laughs> That's Alexandria Cortez, who is a feminist. She thought she was, she claims that she thought she was going to get raped by the January 6th protesters. And she got mocked by a, a Hispanic conservative guy who's pro-Trump. Steve Cortez or something like that? Is that his name? Is that his name? Steve Cortez? It's funny, I didn't realize that they have the same last name. Except her last name was with a Z. Zeta. And his with an S. And she's all, Republicans just mad they don't, they can't date me. And she has a simp for a boyfriend. He looks like me except fatter. And, uh... And he, like, talks about anti-racism with her on, or he did, I covered it one time, on an IG live. And they're living together. (sighs) (sighs) A red-haired guy. And Cortez, Steve Cortez, the Republican guy, made fun of his, 
he called them like gross, white, pale feet. Because <laughs> this guy was wearing sandals. I'm like, leave the guy alone, Cor- uh, Steve Cortez. But it's interesting, all these phony politicians going off to where the, to the free state, enjoying their fake freedom. Being evil. Let me get to Viewer USA in America. I don't know. Have I heard from Viewer USA in the past before? Have you called before Viewer USA? I called you years ago. Okay. It's great to hear from you, man. Can you hear me okay? I'm on a smartphone. I don't really like smartphones. I, I, I hear you fine. You're coming through quite clearly. Um, do you mind <laughs> using a, a first name? Uh, not today. I'd like to talk about uh, right. Jan 6, and, you know, I was there, so. You were there? I was at Jan 6, yes. Did you go, did you go into the, I, I, I'm asking you a question that I don't want you to answer if you did. <laughs> no, no, go ahead and ask me. No, I didn't go in there. You didn't go into the Capitol. So you were, you were yeah. a peaceful protester. You were among the peaceful protesters. Oh, yeah, sure. You were among the 99.9%. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. an overestimate. I don't know. Ninety-nine point five percent. Right, right. Yeah, I figured I've watched you for years, sake, so I figured yeah. you've been covering Jan Six pretty faithfully among anyone. So, anything you want to ask me about that, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. Um, did you watch the Trump speech? Were you there no, for the I Trump didn't. speech? So you were at the you were more towards the Capitol building, not over where Trump spoke. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll tell you how it started. Is uh, so me and the company I was working for is we were working on the outskirts of D.C. And then when Trump did his speech, you know, we heard about that, and then uh, the mayor of D.C. started to uh, call for a curfew. And so I. At that point, you know, the place we were working, they were kicking everybody out. So it was like, all right, boys, let's go see what this is about. So we just drove right, we just drove right up to the Capitol and went. That's wild, man. Uh, yeah, did you did you see people acting out? Uh, I mean, they were they were like yelling. I mean, I've been to protests before, so it wasn't. So you didn't see any. Crazy. You didn't see any scuffles. No, I mean not yeah. till not till they start tear gassing us. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard that. According to Elijah Schaefer, the uh, independent journalist, he works for the Blaze. He's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He said that that got the crowd riled up again when they had already right. been calmed down and they started tear gas or smoke bombs or whatever they used on you guys. So right. how close they were you? Did you see them climbing the? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, uh, up the walls. <laughs> I might say, like, perhaps maybe I climbed up the walls, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the one who got shoved off by a cop? No, absolutely not. Because <laughs> somebody got shoved off by a cop, pushed off the wall, yeah. he fell, and that got the crowd more angry. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, y- you also have to remember, there was, you know, well over a thousand people there. Yeah, uh, I've of course. been to like the Million Maga March and all that, so it wasn't my first rodeo to a big event like this. There were tens of thousands of people, maybe even a hundred thousand people, who went to the DC thing, protesting in general. 
maybe not necessarily the capital specifically, but there were a lot right. of people. The majority of the people were just standing there, not wanting to participate in the mess, and telling right. some of them were telling the cops, "Hey, stop this! You see, they're attacking the building. This is wrong." Right. And well, many of them I mean, were self-policing. Right. I mean, after the fact, it's all just lies now. You know, is the whole deal with the with it is uh, one of the biggest lies is they tell you is that you know is actually five people died. All the protesters is actually they you know the government killed them. Is the fact? Is I know you, you think so. One, Oh, I, I know so. Is so one of the worst things I saw was uh That was a cold day too, by the way. It was cold. Oh, I it heard. was it was about as cold as today. <laughs> Where I'm at it's about twenty some degrees. Wow. So it's uh yeah, it's it's cold. Yeah. But uh so like one of the worst things I've seen is there's one woman, they shot her point blank in the face with a tear gas canister. A good number of the Protesters acting as good Samaritans carried her out to uh, to the street. If I don't know if you're familiar with how the Washington Mall is set up. Nope. It's kind of like there's a big almost yard going up to the Capitol, and then the street is kind of it's 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 almost like a like if you see a little city block, it's kind of about that big, hmm. kind of set up like that. So well, they, it's a shame, they shot man. her point they shot her point blank in the face. I mean, I'm not sure if she died or not. She didn't seem responsive. She was bleeding, you know, out. She is unconscious. Because of the canister that hurt her. Right. Crazy. Right. Now, I'm not saying that they intentionally shot her in the right. face, but the fact that they did and you know, they say all these people died of like a heart attack or yeah. whatever, it's all a lie. Is like the true fact is Downplaying that it. they killed them. Selective, tr- selective facts reporting is oh, it's uh, not even selective facts. Yeah, it's not the whole five. truth. <laughs> I can I can easily believe that man. I I don't know what happened, but it's quite plausible. I mean, it's their yeah. mo basically. Right. I mean, you have to remember the whole basis of this is that the government was overthrown in a coup. They, <laughs> rigged an election, yeah. you know, they had their top general collaborating with the CCP's top general, telling him on Jan 6 that everything's under control, you know, oh, the people don't realize we're overthrowing the government. Yeah. Ridiculous. And you have to, you look how they installed their little puppet Biden, you know, they... <laughs> They occupied. Puppet's a good word for him too. He's the puppet of puppets. So yeah. they they occupied DC with the military. When has that ever happened before? You know. I remember that. That's right. And they had those guys, the National Guard, all cold inside like a a, a parking structure garage thing. All cold. Right. <laughs> And then ridiculous. I mean, they had that fence up there. I, I forgot about all that mess. On July fourth, they had the fence up. I got slightly drunk and climbed the fence just because I'm that obnoxious. But <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're USA, you gotta, yeah. you gotta, well, work on yourself so that we can be have good wherewithal, 
so that we can uh, get put the country back on the right track, man, or at least put well, set a good we example. We have to ask ourselves: Do we have a country anymore? Yeah. No, I mean, or has has the country been overthrown in a coup? Yeah, it's a fair question, okay. but we still have our lives, and we can still assert, to a certain extent, right. our freedoms. Thanks, man. Did you see, uh, last night the Soviet Union has been reborn. What do you mean by that? You want to look into a news story about Kazakhstan. Oh, yeah. I Okay, I've been seeing some headlines and seeing some people in the live chat mentioning that. Okay. Right. Thank you for the tip. Yeah. I shall look yeah. into that. Appreciate it's, you, uh, Viewer USA. Stay, be sober. <laughs> be sober-minded. Yeah, I, I am. I'm just cold. <laughs> I'm outside. <laughs> All right. Well, take care, man. God bless you, Hick. You too. Merry Christmas. Uh, I say Merry Christmas because, guys, it is, um, this is Little Christmas today. It's also called Old Christmas, Armenian Christmas, Irish Christmas. Shout out to the Irish. Anybody in, anybody Irish around here? I have a little bit of Irish in me, I guess. (laughs) Um, at least a relative. Who's dead, I think. And, uh... Also Amish Christmas. It is Epiphany. And because it is Epiphany, I've been playing Christmas music. Russian Christmas tomorrow, says Nick. Nice. I guess I w- might play some more Christmas music tomorrow. <laughs> uh, this is Sufjan Stevens. He's a liberal. Like every musician. Am I right? No offense, musicians in the chat. <laughs> uh, this track is entitled Ding Dong. Ding Dong. Like a bell. Okay, like a Christmas bell. All right. And it's from Hark, Songs for Christmas. Hope you enjoy. I'll be right back. We are over the top of the hour for the rest of hour two. Sufjan Stevens, guys. And I'll be back to your calls and more stuff, including a Me Too story. Here it is. All the king's horns and king's hands. 
Bring back punk music, Hake. What T. Blake is up with the weak gay music? Asks Brent F. <laughs> Got that whoopy voice. I have an Irish last name. I think my ancestor's slave master was Irish or something. I thought the Irish was poor white folks. How they buy a slave plantation, asks Mr. Sandman. Well, I will have you know that there were many Irish who were, quote-unquote, open-minded, and they married blacks. They're like a, a Irish farmer married a black woman. Happened more than once. Happened more than once. I think that may have been Cassius Clay's great-great-grandfather or something like that. I don't know. I read about it in uh, The Antidote, Healing America from the Poison of Hate. Blame and victimhood, Fred Johnson says. Sounds like authentic music. That's kind. Another fine tune by the Hake, mister, says Stearns Bullen. Another hipster incarnation of the banjo, LOL, says Luke himself. Um, Hake's hate for us runs deeply, says Misty. (laughs) Ah. Anyway, um... I'm more Scottish than I am Irish. I think that's where I got my red hair, but I don't know. Um, Let me get to Jeremiah from Louisiana. He's on hold. Um, Jeremiah, thank you for holding. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, I wanted to talk about a dude uh, from Victorville. I I just came in when he was talking so uh he said some stuff yesterday that was kind of interesting um about us not being a threat now i never said we was a threat i never said that uh white people were scared of us so i don't know where he got that from right hello yeah but um it's it's a beautiful thing though <laughs> they ain't scared of native americans either or uh mexicans or whatever latinos whatever you know what i'm saying Who's not but, scared of you know, Who's not scared of Indians or Mexicans or Latinos? Right. right. Who is Who yeah, is not, not scared? You're not scared of Blacks, Native American, uh, you know, so-called Native American, so-called Latinos. You know, so y'all ain't scared of us. Who's not all, scared of you know Who's not scared of the POCs? I would say that uh, y'all y'all do have a guilt trip thing going on right now. Um, guilt. Every one of y'all. Why? Yeah. What makes you that, think that we're that, guilty, and what would be what would we possibly be guilty about? Well, that's why your whole show is about, uh, you know, talking about black people. Um, mainly, it's I'm not, not say but, your host. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, mainly. So what? What um, would be? What makes you think? Whole, what makes you the, think white like people the, are guilty, and what do like white people have to be guilty like about? Matrix, what, what more Jeremiah. The matrix? Jeremiah. What makes you think whites feel guilty, and what do you think they would be have anything to be guilty of? That's that's what I'm saying. Like it's like it's the splinter in your mind. Like what what do you mean? <laughs> it's a it's a problem that you can't fix. You can't. You're fix not it. saying Y'all anything. Okay, like you we have nothing to be guilty have, about, said, and we're not guilty. You said okay, Hank. Well, the read the whole the whole black subject on this whole show it shows guilt. For real. How does it show um, guilt that I cover how blacks are degenerate, and nobody wants to tell them the truth blacks about are it? Not the only de- blacks are not the only degenerate. No, but they're the only—they're the, only, they're the primary ones well, who get saying, a pass look, for it. 
listen, what he was saying are is you aware that, that are you aware, Jeremiah, that blacks get a pass for being degenerate? They're encouraged to be degenerate, degenerate and angry. <laughs> we get the pass, right? Yes. We get the pass. Yeah, but you're encouraged your to blame racism for how you act. We, we get the pass, but it's your kingdom. How does that sound? It's not our kingdom. It's not even a kingdom. How is it not your kingdom? First of all, the... the it's your the, country, right? Yes, the whites who are... So who are pro, hold on, Jeremiah. Hold on, Jeremiah. The whites who are pro-America are not represented in the uh, government. Trump was ousted. Congressman Steve King was ousted. They want to get rid of Marjorie Greene, who's marginally for Americans... Put, tries to tries to put up a fight. She's a woman, but she's trying. And so the uh, no, the whites are not the ones in charge of the country. It is not decent white people who are in charge of the country. Okay, so and so us covering to- us covering how blacks are, are being kissed up to by the likes of Greg Abbott, who is not a normal Christian American man. He's the governor of Texas. People tout him as this great conservative man, and he's kissing up to the uh, over the death of George Floyd. I'll cover that later today, maybe. Okay. So, okay. no, Jeremiah, there's, it's not guilt. It's blacks y'all, have an y'all, issue. You're mad. You're mad. Okay, so you're mad. No, you, blacks either are way, angry. Either way you're it angry. Goes, either way it goes. You're look, the one look, who's you, angry, you, Jeremiah. Okay, Hank. Yes. Now listen. No, no. <laughs> no, you, you listen. You listen. Blacks are angry, and then you're calling us guilty. Some, some whites are The Democrats are guilty. How about that? No. They're you not guilty either. Mad. They're not you guilty. They're not guilty for your, guilty, for your be, failure. They're giving us a pass, right? They're giving you would a they pass. they giving us a pass? Yes. Why would they? Because they feel guilty, right? No. <laughs> okay. So no. you're, you're mad. They're giving you a pass, pass because they want power over you. Okay, so you want to make your own kingdom, right? You don't want the you don't want this king, this kingdom that they no. That I want they have. I want America back. Your, I want, want America back, of course. So you want the, you want your old kingdom back? The uh, I want kingdom, America right? back. Do you not understand? Do you not understand King's English or something? It's a kingdom. You don't. You don't. Just you're, like, just like you're you don't even believe in the king. Everybody. You don't even believe in the king. I believe in Christ. No, you the, do the, not. The, the you do not believe in Christ. Call Christ. I do believe in Christ. That's my no, you king. do not. You, you do not about? believe in Christ your, whatsoever. Your king is not Christ. Your king is America. No. Uh, your God nope. is America. Not true. Yes, it is. No, it's yes, not. it is. Because you, like I You don't know what you're talking about. Hey, y'all don't have God's law. You don't. You never did. You don't even know that's God. Why that's why, that's why the you're invoking, in your mind is going crazy right now. You're invoking a false... Right now, you're invoking a false imitation of God. That's why, you, that's why you're so lost. You think you're an Israelite. I put him on hold. Isn't it nice to have a little bit of peace and quiet? Here, here's back to Jer- Jeremiah. Yeah. Jeremiah, well, you were on hold because you were running your mouth. Uh, okay. So you don't have, you don't know God? What the heck? How do you, what makes you think that you know God? Because his, this country is falling, right? How no, what makes God? you think that you know God? God Never mind the country. country. God doesn't know this. God doesn't have this country that you don't follow His law. What makes you think? Because I know His. I follow His law. I try my best to follow His law. Everybody says that they try their best to follow God. That doesn't mean anything. Christ, Christ comes in where you, where you, where you fall short. That's just a talking point. You sound like all the the phony Christians. Christ is the most important thing to us because where we fall short at, He picks up. 
Now you're plan. just preaching. You just now, you're just showing me you no, don't no, know listen, God. Listen, Moab, Moab. Is no, you just showed us that you don't right. know God, Jeremiah. Listen, you're just listen, listen. you're just rambling. Ishmael, Ishmael, Ishmael you sound like the fake. You just this. sound you sound the just Russian? like the fake white preachers. Okay. Now, do you, do you, are you aware Moab that you sound just like a lot of Jeremiah? <laughs> it's useless. I mean, it's difficult to talk to him because he, he'll just keep on running his mouth. Because he doesn't want to have a conversation, he just wants to spout his thing. Paul Gosar, Wendy Rogers, yeah, her too. Um, those are the pro-America people. Okay, last, last try with Jeremiah. What was I telling him? Oh, that he sounds just like the fake white preachers that he hates. <laughs> Jeremiah, are you aware that you sound exactly like, Oh, I try my best, and where I fall short... Christ comes in, and that makes you no. think that you know God. No, they don't. Are you aware that you sound exactly like the white preachers no. right there? They don't follow the law, Hank. Neither do you. Y'all don't follow the law. Neither do you. Y'all, you you're don't just as fake no. as the white you don't, fake you don't Christians. Even try to follow the feast day, the holy feast day. <laughs> Y'all celebrate your holy, your holy days, Halloween and stuff. <laughs> That's your holy day. That is a that is a Christian holiday. I don't celebrate Halloween that much. Another thing, you don't know uh, me. The dude, the the, uh, the the capital the capital policeman that killed uh, Ashley Babbitt. Uh-huh. He probably seen a demon hop on that dang on that, that door. That's probably why he got scared and shot at You're a, a demon. You are a filthy, it. evil, angry, hate-filled person. Goodbye. What a mess. <laughs> he just revealed his hatred. Kazakhstan, the greatest country in the world, says uh, says uh, Brandon M. Brandon M. also shared a Russian Christmas tune with me on uh, <laughs> on uh, YouTube. I shall copy and paste Otava Yo, an angel's Christmas descent. I shall share it with the rest of the chat. Thank you, Brandon M. Lots of mess going on in the world. And um, the males... The black Hebrew Israelite males who purport to love what's right celebrate in the destruction of the fellow people who believe in morals or pretends to. Hey, Ashley should have been at home folding clothes and making dinner. I agree, man. I agree. Uh, Jib Jab says, I love it when James preaches. Well, speaking of preaching, let me tell you about the first... Uh, me too. You ever heard, heard of Joseph and the coat of many colors? He was the favorite son. What is it with those people? They play favorites. He was the favorite son of Isaac, right? No, Jacob. Jacob, Israel. He was the favorite son of Jacob, which is Israel. Way back, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons plus Joseph, right? Something like that. And Joseph was the favorite. He got the coat of many colors, and his siblings all hated him. His brothers all hated him. They threw him into a pit, and then they sold him into slavery, and he went into Egypt. But God found favor, or he found favor in the eyes of the people over there. And so he was a favorite slave of uh, Egyptian called Potiphar, if I remember correctly. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. 
because I did not look up this story. I'm repeating it from memory. I've read the Bible, and I've heard this story many times as well. Potiphar, P-O-T-I-P-H-A-R, was the slave master, and Joseph loved his slave master. You should love your slave master, by the way. <laughs> love, don't hate. And you know who loved J- Joseph? Not the real kind of love, but the fake woman type of love. Potiphar's wife. Potiphar's wife thought that Joseph was a strapping young lad and wanted him in, a, in an inappropriate way. She wanted to cheat on her husband with the, her husband's favorite slave, Joseph, who was in charge of, he was like the second in command under, under Potiphar, in Potiphar's house. A main man. And Joseph, who being a Christian man, before Christians existed, before Christ, right? B.C. <laughs> he was like, no, I'm not going to dishonor Potiphar, my master, by sleeping with Potiphar's wife. No. So he resisted her advances. Evil woman, huh? And she did it again. One time she grabbed his cloak and wouldn't let go of his cloak, so he took off his cloak and, and ran out. I think that's the outer garment, right? Like a jacket. He left his jacket with her. And when she saw that, she was not going to get this guy. She screamed out, Joseph tried to rape me. Me too, <laughs> she said. She's the first me too. Slam free poetry says fairy tale hour. You don't believe this story? This, is, this story is so real. She said, Joseph tried to rape me. So Potiphar, of course, a simp. He's Egyptian. Uh, no offense to the Egyptians. His cloak. He threw, he threw Joseph in jail rather than his lying wife. He had no proof. She said, oh, see, he tried to rape me. I have his cl- cloak. But I screamed out and he fled. <laughs> Lying woman. Typical. No Christians in the Old Testament or the four Gospels. <laughs> they were pre-Christian Christians. They were Christians but didn't know it. So Joseph went to jail. This is why you don't have to be, you don't have to fret over the people suffering injustice. The January 6th protesters the cops who have been railroaded by kangaroo courts, the white and other uh, men, many men have been railroaded. Trump even pointed out that Mike Tyson got railroaded by a woman under like a, a fake rape charge. She went up into his room and he may have been immoral with her, I don't know. And she accused him of rape and Donald Trump to this day stands by a fellow man. To this day! An innocent man. Innocent in this way, anyway. Mike Tyson. Railroaded. Men being railroaded. Uh, but Joseph thrived even in prison. He found favor with the prison guards. He was... He was like a... A main man even in the prison. He was like second in command even in prison. So you can... You can uh, thrive and you can have a good attitude. Even... Even later, um, 
other people who were jailed for being innocent for preaching. They sang in prison, sang hymns and things. The actual Christians. I think Paul, Peter, those guys, after Jesus died, and they were Christians by that point. They were being called Christians, which means little Christs. Mike Tyson uh, may have issues, but he is... There's zero evidence that he was a rapist. Give me a break. But men under attack from God's man, the favored son, Joseph, all the way through to this day. <laughs> Crazy, huh? Crazy. So I just thought I would share with you the, uh, that, was, that gave birth to the Me Too movement. <laughs> And I think that, I I haven't looked it up, but I think that the Bible says the Old Testament. So even the Jews believe this, and I think even the Muslims believe this too, probably. That uh, you should not rely on the testimony of a woman. Because they will lie, they'll go with their imagination, they'll cave under pressure, they'll change their story, they'll imagine things, they'll change their mind. uh, All kinds of things. And males too. Males not trustworthy either. That's why they rely... In the, in the Bible, they relied on the testimony of two or more witnesses. That was in the Old Testament. As I recall, I've mentioned that before. Is that Mike Tyson and JLP episode ever going to air? <laughs> Not up to us, man. Uh, Not up to us, Nicole. Joseph was a shot caller in the pen, says <laughs> Bernie Mac. Yeah. Crazy. So I thought I would share that with you. Maybe one day I'll look up the, the, uh, the by word for word story, but I wanted to share it with you off my memory because I can, I thought I would, thought it would be more entertaining. Here is, before I get back to calls, oh, you know what, let me get to one call. I have a complainer on the line, a man with a complaint. Uh, John in Kentucky, how are you doing, man? <laughs> a complainer? Yeah, I mean, you have a complaint, so... Yeah, well, yeah, I I, just, I I went to call yesterday, but I didn't get a chance because you know I was working. I have a job. Nice. And, yeah, and I mean, William, I, that's you know, what I told. That's what I told them. Did you hear me defend you? Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, but, but William just wanted to call and complain and have something to say because he thinks. I mean, that's how he stereotypes oh, man, don't, black males. If you don't want that, them going after another caller, you don't go after. The, don't go back at the other caller who's going after you. Why not? Why not? Because, well, first of all, I don't want that on my show. Because that's going to just feed a bunch, of, a bunch of infighting that I'm not interested in, nor many of the others. But, I mean, I accept right, that you right. mentioned them, all right? So, you have the well, right. Since, I, since he did I mention you. I at him. Since you, he did mention you by name. But I'm not, I'm not into feeding that. But yeah, yeah, you can yeah. defend yourself. You. You, were, you. you generally call me on your break and stuff. You listen to me while at work or whatever. You have the type yeah, of job that you I can have do a that. job, man. I have a job, and my, my wife stays at home, so you guys will nice. like that. And she takes care of our kids. Yeah, I didn't. And, uh, just so you know, I didn't believe uh, William when he when he speculated that. Nor do I think that most listeners uh, believed his speculation about that. I don't like people speculating. Man, yeah. Yeah. But but I do speculate that a lot of your callers don't have jobs <laughs> at home and. Are disabled and 
drink and smoke and do all kind of stuff during. I mean, a few of them have said such things, so that's not exactly speculation. (laughs) And I encourage people not do that. I had so much to say about William, but I'll keep it respectful. Cool. I I was going to let it go. Yeah, you let it go. If you want to address him off air, I guess you can, but I don't think it's even worth the the bother. People talk so much mess about one another. There's a biblical passage. If you will allow me, hold your thought. <laughs> hold your thought. I'm going to go on a little rant. Um, oh, in the Bible, it says, do not pay too much attention uh, if your servant Fair says right. an ill word and curses you under his breath or to another person. Because you know you yourself have cursed others in your heart. So don't pay too much attention to what people say behind your back or otherwise. All right, Pastor Hake. <laughs> nice. Then, uh, it's in the Bible. Also, it's uh, a fact. Yeah, but he's not my servant, or I'm not his servant, whatever. But I in general, the, the principle applies. It, it, how, much, how much less should you pay attention if he's just some guy? It, it don't bother me, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I just wanted him to hear. All right. I know he, he it bothered to, you enough to call. to call and talk crap. So. All right. So anyway. And then, uh, and then one of your super chats from uh, is it Mike Bibby. Is that his name? Uh, Lord Bibby 42. Oh, Lord Bibby. I would never call that man Lord. <laughs> but, yeah, he was saying he wanted to play some one-on-one basketball. Oh, yeah, he 21. Chance. 21. He wouldn't stand a chance, man. He wouldn't stand a he chance. He said, I mean, make it, take that's it. That's what I do. Make it, take it. Okay. Game Lord Bibby. Game twenty one zero. So that's what would happen. <laughs> I, I, would beat the, I would beat the dog crap out of him because that's what I do, Hake. Nice. That's, that's cool. I did. That's what I did. If anything. Right on. That's but cool. Yeah, man, I, like I have much to say, man. And I love basketball <laughs> Americans. <laughs> hey, can you play basketball? Yeah. Anyone can play uh, it. No, no, I mean, are you talented at it? Or are you just I like to think so. Average? I can even shoot with my left. Left or right. Oh yeah, you you're probably trash then. <laughs> Super trash. <laughs> I can tell by the way you talk. Whatever. You'll be the last one picked up. You'll be the last one picked up on the court. You done? No, I had, I had something else to say <laughs> real quick. Uh, oh, yeah, man. I wanted to talk so bad about uh, that guy, but I ain't going to do it. Okay. The California. I guy. appreciate it. I'll do it one day when I feel petty. I'll call in and catch you off guard. <laughs> say, a, say a whole bunch of stuff and hang up. Wow. Well, thank you, John. Um, it uh, is. Man. Do you do you honor when uh, when the Magi came to honor Jesus? What do you mean? So today is what some people call, some Christians call Epiphany, and they honor when I don't the, know anything about it. The three wise men came from the oh, east okay. to honor the Christ who was born. The, those three black Israelites that came from far away. Maybe I don't know. About? They were from the east. Yeah, that's who. Yeah. All right. Well, no, I don't celebrate it. All right, man. Take care. What a mess. Cheesehead69 says, Hey, when are you getting on Cozy.TV? Well, I subscribed to Real Vincent James on Cozy.TV. You talking as a host? I don't know. I cracked. As a host, I don't know. But I appreciate the uh, suggestion. Um, by the way, there was a chat from... Uh, Ragnar0321, which shares a Revolver.News article, The Essential, 
the essential Revolver News January 6th reading list. And I shared it in the chat. He shared it in the uh, Odyssey chat. I shared it in the rest of the chat. Except for uh, Twitter. My Twitter stream. But you can check that out. You can check that out. Some, some crazy mess <laughs> that they say. I appreciate that. Um, I have more stuff to share with you. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Did Sleazy Joe say this again? Sleepy Joe Biden? Pretending that, uh, the, um, the people who are not getting vaccinated are the, are the ones who are the, to blame for the spreading of this China virus? Emmanuel Macron said it too. Emmanuel Macron. I have some pictures of this sleazy guy. And I liked him only when he liked Trump. Because for a while he got along with Trump, right? (laughs) But I knew he was an evil person. A globalist socialist. Michael Tracy tweeted a headline from the New York Slimes. Macron says France should make life miserable for the unvaccinated. Crazy. Macron says France should make life miserable for the unvaccinated. I hesitate to say this, but press one if you are unvaccinated. Press two if you are vaccinated. Press three if you uh, are vaccinated and boosted. Press four if you do not disclose your uh, personal information (laughs) like that. So one if you're not, two if you are. Three if you're triple vaxxed. Four if you don't disclose. Just want to see in the chat. This guy reminds me of, uh, by the way, Francis Collins. That hippie guy who, I'm seeing some fours, seeing a lot of ones. I wonder if there are some twos and threes who don't want to say. Because <laughs> over here, politically correct means you're not. But some people it may be right. I don't know. Especially if you haven't been healthy in your life or whatever. Francis Collins is a direct, was the director of the National Institutes of Health or something like that in America. The hippie doctor who sang Puff the Magic Dragon. But he's, he's leaving the, he left I think, the National Institute of Health. He said we need it to, we need to make it inconvenient for the quote unquote unvaccinated. So here's Macron. The unvaccinated. I really want to P-word them off. But he he said it in French. And I don't even say the P-word. But he spoke it in French with a French word that's even more vulgar. Pardon his French, right? 44-year-old man. He has a 68-year-old wife, by the way. 44 years old. 68 years old. What in the world? With new China virus cases, cases, cases. Not deaths so much. Cases. Smashing records across the country. French President Emmanuel Macron, who married his boyhood teacher. He was 15 when he met her. She was 39, his teacher. More than 24 years old, more than 24 years older than him. And to this day, she looks a lot older than him. To this day! Look at that. Looks like his mother. 
She could be his mother. Look at that. Man, she got caked on something. He's aged a bit. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Looks like his grandma. Macron bluntly stated, if you're unvaccinated, he wants to make your life miserable, according to the New York Slimes. Those comments drew intense criticism from other French politicians. We showed you pictures of this man's wife, Brigitte Macron, who's 68 years old now, and she has like a, like a dark tan, darker than his tan, and wrinkly face, skinny, fit, f- for an old lady, right? And he's slim, 44 years old, very leathery, yeah. Yikes. But he wants to make your life miserable if you're, quote-unquote, unvaccinated. Drew criticism from other French politicians, and the government's trying to pass a bill that would bar France's 5 million unvaccinated people from participating in basic social events like going to a restaurant. Crazy, huh? A surge in cases. Yeah, you married mom. (sighs) Emmanuel Macron. What a mess. Pretty disgusting stuff, though, right? Michael Tracy, who's on Twitter, liberal journalist, independent journalist. I consider him him an American, though. He's been on the Jason Lee Peterson show a couple of times, talking about Alex Jones being banned and some other things. He called it a sick sentiment either way. But it's laughable at this point to suggest that the unvaccinated are somehow uniquely responsible for transmission. They are a scapegoat for politicians to deflect from the failures of their own policies and to deflect from the fact that this thing is out and it's spreading no matter what you do. Duh. It's not that big of a concern for for the most part for most people. I say, that's what I say. Isn't that so crazy? So crazy. There's stupid quarantine rules going on right now. Morning Brew says, after canceling almost 1,500 flights, U.S. flights yesterday, airlines have now scrapped more than 1,000 f- flights for 11 state straight days. 1,500 flights, 1,500 flights yesterday. They have scrapped more than 1,000 flights, canceled, for 11 straight days. The worst stretch since they cut nearly 33% of all flights at the beginning of the scamdemic. They're blaming nasty weather plus staff shortages due to Omicron, which, as you may know, as you may have heard, I think that it's true, that it is not that serious of a strain of the virus. It's, it's, more, uh, it's more contagious, but it is not going to kill as many people, right? That's a, probably an accurate way of saying it. What's spreading? I haven't seen anything spread other than the flu, says Danny. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) So anyway, there's... (laughs) I have to show you this. I have to show you this. And that's, you know, these canceled flights. That's why they wanted to uh, diminish... Is that the right word? Diminish the number of days that you quarantine until uh, from... uh, 10 days in quarantine, if you're infected, you test positive, to five. Because this thing, you know, is not that serious. You know what I mean? 
anyway. But they want to say, no, that's not based in science. Yes, it is. Shutting down the country was not based in science. It was based on female-minded overreaction, fear, fear-mongering, control freakishness, typical female thinking, right? Contr- they want to control you. And he called these people recalcitrant. Mac- going back to what Macron did, he said, well, at least, you know, the, the liberals were, calling, were saying that's what they're called. Recalcitrant, meaning stubborn, don't want to adhere to the authority I, I, stu- I thumped this, this table. Authority of the people. What a mess, huh? Speaking of simps, let me show this to you. <laughs> this is so silly. Clip 13. This is silly, but creative. I saw this shared by JLP Talk on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter, at JLP Talk. Also follow him on Telegram, at, well, JLP Talk, t.me slash JLP Talk. He tweeted this out and saying, uh... Ironic. And I didn't catch the irony. (laughs) I'm a little slow sometimes. But he shared a CBS News clip. Here's the setup. A team builder in Germany. Team... I don't know what that means. Team of sheep? No clip? Only pics? Oh, no. Oh, man. Let me go back down to the Hake report. And put it in there. Oh, you're... You sure are right. Okay, I'm gonna drag it. I'm glad that... There you said that. Okay. So anyway, I'll, as this is downloading so that I can transfer it. Uh, um, let me know when you see it. A team builder in Germany, meaning a German guy, a liberal. What's a team builder? Anybody know? It has to do with teams of sheep and goats or whatever. Uh, used about 700 sheep and goats to form the shape of a COVID-19 vaccine syringe, meaning a vaccine syringe, or a cartoon drawing of it, basically, on Monday, with food placed on the ground to lure the animals into place. The man, and they use the term man very loosely, said he wanted to spread the message about getting vaccinated. (laughs) Uh, social distancing? I don't know if sheep need to be socially distanced. But I'm mocking the idea that you're supposed to keep your distance from people. I don't know if sheep need that to prevent from spreading diseases. But look at this video. If you can, are watching video feed, and I'll describe it. Watch this. Okay, so the sheep are all let go, and they're in a herd. And then they're going after this white stuff on the ground that's, that's food. This is in Germany, purportedly. And the sheep are all gathering around to eat the food. And interestingly, the sheep do follow the the nibbling bait of the person. Look at that! And it formed a a needle, like to to give a shot to people. And that was taken purportedly, I guess, with drone footage. Brought to you by Pfizer, (laughs) says Slam Free Poetry. Oh my gosh. A team builder of sheep. I guess that's what it is. Brainwashed Shepherd says, uh, base America first. Yeah. Fake pr- paid propaganda. Yeah, look at that. And I didn't catch on what JLP Talk meant by calling it ironic. <laughs> sheep? Going to form a, a vaccine shot? Sheep? Vaccines? But yes, indeed, sheep and goats 
And they did not separate the sheep from the goats, by the way. All fallen for the vax mess and the hype. Isn't that interesting? Those are sheep making up a syringe. Sheeple, wake up, sheeple. That's why it's... <laughs> I finally understand. <laughs> Wolves pretending to be sheep, says Gregory Mims. It's mocking the libs. <laughs> Self-own? Own goal? And that was, that was from CBS and Reuters and some guy who's the team builder thing. Isn't that funny? <laughs> uh, super spreader sheep. Silly, huh? Silly. Trying to, f- trying to, how is that, is that going to convince anybody who's not exactly for the vaccine? I wonder if this convinced anybody to get a vaccine. <laughs> oh, you're a bunch of sheep. The shepherd is now the sheep. Crazy, huh? Brainwashed shepherd. Lemmings. And I'm not saying that you should, that nobody should get it. Some people say that nobody should get it. I'm not saying that, because I don't know. I've heard fairly reliable people who say, oh, if you're, uh, if you're unhealthy, you're not healthy, you're not well, you're old, whatever. You should get it, because who knows? You take a risk either way, right? Life is a risk. What a mess. <laughs> DJ on pause says, I don't think there's one person on the planet that doesn't know about the vaccines. Uh, there might be. There might be. So, had to share that with you. Speaking of one guy who's not, not a sheep, is this guy Aaron Rodgers. He is an NFL player. Vax or heroin? Yeah, I know. <laughs> he is an NFL player. He plays for the Green Bay Packers. NFL is football. He's a professional football player. 99.9% survival rate? I don't know. <clears throat> Some people said the long COVID is fake. And I don't know. The long COVID that people get is uh, semi-permanent or long-lasting loss of taste and smell. Whatever. Um, Aaron Rodgers, a young, healthy, fit athlete. And he's a talented player. And apparently he was up for being voted for to be uh, an MVP. That's short for most valuable player. I just wanted to share with you something that somebody said about him or him responding to something that somebody said about him in a press conference. Because there was a person who voted on this MVP. I guess they vote for who's the most valuable player for the NFL, for the football players, right? And... He got somebody voting against him because he's a terrible person. <laughs> well, this Aaron Rodgers guy, it turns out, according to him, is not, quote-unquote, vaccinated, and he doesn't want to be, quote-unquote, vaccinated. He's not for the forced vaccination mess. So here's Aaron Rodgers responding to a question from the media about the person who voted against him as MVP because he's a terrible person. Listen to this. Oh, is it in there? It's uh, clip 14. 
Aaron Rodgers, MVP, unvaxxed. Is he, did he make the MVP after all? <laughs> I don't even keep up with football. To my credit, I think. Talk about soccer players, the soccer players dying. I heard about that. They're collapsing on the field. I've heard some speculation that this thing weakens your immune system for other things. It helps you against Delta, but at what cost? Yeah, you don't know. You take a risk. There's no long-term studies on these things. It's understandable not to be, to be leery about it. You know what I mean? Crazy. So here is Aaron Rodgers, guys. Um, after what you said last week about what it would mean to win your fourth MVP, what, what do you think of one of the 50 voters coming out and saying yesterday, quote, I don't think you can be the biggest jerk in the league and punish your team and your organization and your fan base the way he did and be the MVP. I think he's a bad guy, and I don't think a bad guy can be the MVP at the same time. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. No one knew who he was probably until yesterday's comments. But, I mean, to and I listened to the comments, but to say he had his mind made up in the summertime, in the offseason, that, you know, I had zero chance of winning MVP, in my opinion, should exclude, you know, future future votes um you know his problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league because he doesn't know me he doesn't know me he doesn't know anything about me i mean i've never met him i've never had lunch with him i've never had an interview with him um his problem is i'm not vaccinated you know so if he wants to go on a crusade and collude and come up with an, an extra letter to put on the award just for this season and make it the most valuable vaccinated player, then he should do that. But he's a bum, and I'm not going to waste any time worrying about that stuff. He has no idea who I am. He's never never talked to me in his life. But it's unfortunate that those those sentiments – it's surprising that he would even say that, to be honest. But, yeah, I knew this was possible. talked about it on McAfee weeks ago. Um, but crazy. Yep. Took the word right out of my mouth. Crazy. He punished his fans? <laughs> Asked Spaced America first. His p- fans were punished? Yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's how the liberals think. They want to they wanna control you. And they think that you're being irresponsible. So that was a media person asking him, Fourth back-to-back MVP, one of the 50 voters who voted for MVP didn't want, him, didn't want him to be that because he was being selfish. It's selfish is the word that they use. F- get in line. Be a sheep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I hit four for I keep it private, Jib Jab, just so you know. I keep it private, what I, what I did or did not do, <laughs> I guess. Um, you know, people are kind of crazy, and you don't want to just believe everything that you see. Just one little quick story about this last, uh, one last thing about this uh, f- virus hype. I saw this. Did I put it in the folder? It is called, let's see. Mask Zoom Meetings, Ashley Davidian. Fake! That's the name of this picture. 
It's a screenshot, purported screenshot, of a purported email to a purported anti-masker guy. (laughs) (laughs) Shared by artvalley818 underscore. Perhaps credulously. Perhaps gullibly. But, uh, it was shared by somebody who is a liberal. And I think that this was fake. But I just want to share it with you because it's kind of funny. And the heading of this email is called Zoom Meeting Protocol Team. And this woman is named Ashley. A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. Team, I am writing you all today to inform you of a new protocol for our staff Zoom meetings. Moving forward, everyone will be required to wear a mask during our Zoom meetings. Zoom means you're on the computer by yourself, talking to other people who are elsewhere on the computer by themselves. (laughs) One of our team members has a fear of unmasked people, and I want to make sure everyone feels safe and comfortable. This requirement is effective immediately. (laughs) But don't fall for it, guys. I believe that indeed this is fake. I looked it up. I searched it on the internet, and I found on the internet... No, not that internet, but on a liberal internet, Indie 100, which is an independent foreign UK outlet. Satirical TikTok star jokes about being asked to wear a mask during Zoom meetings over fear of unmasked people. So don't fall for every little ridiculous thing. It was a guy named Zach Talks on TikTok, and he's a radical homosexual guy, a dirty person. So I think he was trying to troll us. Just a heads up. But it's not far from the truth. It's almost believable. What a mess. So, anyway, that's that for the vaccine hype, the virus hype. It's ridiculous. It's like the January 6th hype. You know what I mean? Let me tell you about something that is underhyped. Black on cop crime. This is a crazy story. Let's see if I can plow through it in the next five minutes. This is from Breitbart. It was reported January 4th. Prosecutor seeks death penalty in the killing of an Illinois police sergeant, Rick Ritmanic. You guys may be more familiar with this story than I. I just saw it yesterday. And I've seen some of you guys talk about this. Maybe you were talking about another case of a black getting shot. I mean, a cop getting shot by a black. Terrible story, though. I hope to spare you some of the disturbing details. FBI Springfield... There was actually a male and a female, a black male and a black female, in uh, cahoots, allegedly, in this cop killing. And it might be a double murder by the time, because the, the male officer, this was a female officer who got shot and killed. She was begging for her life, uh, reportedly. Saying, please don't shoot, just go, just go. He overpowered her, apparently. FBI Springfield shared the woman who was the accomplice, the black female, Xandia, Xandria, Xandria, Harris is mugshot. She turned herself in on December 31st. This happened late last year, just a week or two ago. And uh, I think I have, do I have a picture of her? It's in the um, black cop killer thing. You can just kind of show these pictures. Mugshots of the blacks who are the alleged perps. Innocent unless proven guilty, right? This guy, that's his, this is the male suspect. 
arrested in Indiana, fighting extradition to Illinois, because this took place in Illinois. Um, and uh, I have cop- pictures of the cops who were shot. One of them killed, woman cop killed, male cop fought, was fighting for his life. I think he's in critical condition. But the story goes, uh, Rit Manick, this woman Rit Manick, let's see, what's her first name? Marlene Rit Manick, police sergeant out of Bradley, Illinois. She and her partner, officer, Tyler Bailey, young man, were uh, responding to a noise complaint around 10 p.m. on December 30th. Comfort Inn Hotel, North State Highway in Bradley, Illinois. So they showed up, they went up to the room, or over to the room, I don't know, upstairs or what. They knocked on the door. This man, this black male, his last name, Harris, oh no, last name, Darius Sullivan, the female is Harris, she was his girlfriend at the time. (laughs) They've broken up in like a week. They were in the, they were in the hotel, there had been like dogs barking, dogs barking, noise complaint. Man, I'm telling this story too slow. They knocked on the door about 10, 13 p.m., no response, then this woman responded, this black female responded, I'm coming, she wouldn't come, I'm coming, she wouldn't come, and then she tried to sneak out, but they didn't, they were able to keep the door open, and then this guy appears with a, uh, a gun, like a 9 millimeter or something like that, with a drum clip, a drum, not, a drum magazine, whatever you want to call it, a lot of bullets in it, a lot of rounds in it, <laughs> and shoots the dude, incapacitates the male cop, and then shoots at her, tries to get her, her gun jammed, and he tried to shoot her with her own gun. Like, he pinned her, like, against a wall with her own gun. Against a door. And he gets his girlfriend to help cock the gun, cock the gun. And she's laying down on the floor, already shot once. She begs this Darius Sullivan guy not to shoot her. He shoots her anyway. Just leave, you don't have to do this, please just go. Desperately pleading for his, her life, this guy shoots her twice in the neck with her own weapon. A female cop killed by a 26-year-old black suspect, 25, 26. Oh, no, he was 25, his girlfriend, older than him, 26. Authorities searched for, like, 36 hours. They got the guy, and she, the woman turned herself in, black female. But it's crazy. And this type of stuff happening around the country, by the way. Murders going up, crime sprees, attack on cops, and then we have female cops. (laughs) And we're throwing the males in jail. Terrible, huh? Anyway, that's that for that. Tragic story. Um, This has been the Hake Report, thehakereport.com, guys. And hopefully we will have a God's Learning channel since Jesse Lee Peterson's uh, YouTube channel is out of jail. Nice. Uh, 4 p.m. today, hopefully. Okay? So, hopefully I'll see you tomorrow, guys. Thank you, and take care.